Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And can you believe it? Here we are at the end of another jam-packed year of jazzy goodness with the first of a couple of programmes looking back at some of the best of 2023. Yes, it is jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself, H. And me, Chris. And as he says, yes, first of two shows dedicated to our picks of the year from what has been a very fertile crop of releases this year. The difficulty not being of what to include, but rather what to leave out. So as you take it easy with perhaps a quiet evening in preparation for the culmination of 2023's festive celebrations, sit back, relax with a class of something suitable, perhaps... Gaviscon or something similar. As Johnny Vegas once commented that on the road he made his own version of Gaviscon, a bottle of Baileys mixed with a bottle of Cointreau, although I'm not recommending you try that. Instead, a soothing selection of some of our favourites of the last 12 months. So, H, what goodies do you have in your sack other than the last of the mince pies to help us on our way? Was it a year of plenty for you, or have you been picking over the bones of a slim carcass? You know, it's been another amazing year, I think, on the jazz front. There was too much, really. I could probably fill two more programmes again if I really wanted to. You're always going to be leaving something out, but uh, I've picked out what I thought was some of my favourites. And it's a case of, how do you do that? Is it just the things you play most, the things that are most interesting, different, whatever? I don't know. But we've got everything from the, the incredible simmering intensity of Tyson Sori with his trio, the wonderful Jonathan Blake looking back at his family, or perhaps the last, we think maybe, the last gasp of Shakti in the moment, this moment, and had the joy of seeing them, and so much more. And for me, well, in this first show, I've tried what could be effectively another set of stocking fillers, a caged bird, a puzzle, a quiz, and a bit of peace and goodwill. So to start things off, here's Nicky Isles and the NDR Big Band with The Caged Bird. Thank you. 
taken from the recent release on the edition label Face to Face from Nicky Isles and the NDR Big Band. That was The Caged Bird. And we were lucky enough to catch Nicky on her last night at the London Jazz Festival playing to a packed, appreciative audience at the Cadogan Hall. And you only had to look around at the number of great jazz artists in the crowd. I spotted Stan Sultzman and uh, Norma Winston and indeed Doreen, the uh, wife of the late great Kenny Wheeler, to whom she dedicated a piece and uh, shows very much the place that Nicky holds in their respect. Not only did the programme entitled A Love of Imperfect Things bring a standing ovation, but it was packed with material not on the album. And we can only hope there'll be a second release as a culmination of her year as composer-in-residence with the NDR. And what a band. With a few familiar Brits amongst the uh, greater German band themselves stand, including Percy Perseglove on trumpet, whose solos were fantastic. Uh, familiar facing Gareth Locrane on flute, a Julian Siegel who stood in as a dep literally at the last minute. One of the regulars was taken ill, and he only had a couple of hours to take in the complex scores. Well done to him. Face-to-face was a definite inclusion for me, and it should be for you too. Terrific stuff. It was a wonderful concert as well. Um, my first choice is going back to beginning of the year. This came out, I think, in January. Phoenix, the second album certainly I'd heard from the American sax player Lakeisha Benjamin. We haven't had the pleasure, at least I haven't had the pleasure of seeing her play live yet. I know our uh, jazz-loving comrade in Luxembourg has and says it was a fantastic set there and she's a real character. Hopefully at some stage we might be able to get to have a word because she's certainly not backwards and coming forwards and being able to chat about the music and what she's wanting to do and uh, her own band and such like. But this one, I quite enjoyed the first album. This one I thought was another level altogether and uh, it just you know, it starts off with this track we'll play here, American Skin with the sirens of sort of New York and coming in and the speech over the top of it, and then it goes in some really swinging stuff on the uh, sax as well. Fine player right at the edge. Terrific stuff. American Skin with Lakeisha Benjamin. <coughs> precisely among those women who have been abandoned by history. This is not the way things are supposed to be. This might be the way they are now, but they are not supposed to be this way.
Terrific stuff. I love that uh, ending with the almost has a sort of 70s feel with the keyboard going at the end there. Lakeisha Benjamin with American Skin from her album. Phoenix came out in January, uh, produced by Terry Lynn Carrington, I was noticed, and has all sorts of curated guests, Diane Reeves, George Ann Muldrow, Patrice Russian, another great uh, p- keyboard player there as well, and uh, Wayne Shorter all sort of quoted in there. Like I said, amazing, a great mix of stuff, really sort of forward-thinking, bringing in lots of different sort of... Uh, influences, very much from her American heritage as well. A great character. She's a great love of gold. On the front of the album is her holding a sax like a trophy with a gold cloak on and spiky gold trousers and white boots. Quite a character. And I believe that seems to be something of her own because I'm sure uh, our Luxembourg correspondent said she was in gold when he saw her as well. But yeah, that came out, I felt like it was almost last year, but it came out in January, so an awfully long time ago, but I've enjoyed it a lot in that in the car. I think she probably manages the Cape slightly better than Rick Wakeman used to, yeah, of course. He's, yeah, uh, it's spectacular. He was on 30 pints of lager a day in those days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up for me, uh, perhaps less well-known pianist, but you know we like the uh, piano trio on this programme, Anders Arum and his trio, a regular on the Norwegian jazz scene. He features on some 40-plus recordings with half a dozen or so under his own name. So it's no surprise you can sense the almost telepathic, telepathic relationship between all three of them. Here's the title track of his recent album on the Otsella label, Oslo Puzzle.
Oslo Puzzle from the album of the same name by the Anders Arum Trio, taking inspiration from a best-selling book entitled Oslo Originals, which, as I gather, is rather like a Norwegian Max Worthies. The book features a set of character studies of some of the more colourful individuals in the city's history. And such was the relationship of the group that the entire album, their first as a trio in some 15 years, was recorded in just an hour and a half, which is pretty much live to disc. A lovely programmatic set it is too highly recommended, Oslo Puzzle on Ozzella. Terrific stuff. You're listening to Jumping In, the first of our best of 23 specials. We actually could have gone on for several. We've ma- we managed to keep it down to just two programmes. Um, next uh, from me, uh, again, one of the highlights of the year, going to see the band Shakti. Uh, delighted to get down and see them at the Hammersmith Apollo on what they said was going to be their last ever tour. They felt that uh, it was now the time was to pull the plug. We'll wait and see. You never know. Never say never. And I think even John McLaughlin said that. Touring with their latest, possibly last album, This Moment. Let's hear Las Palmas. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three.
Almost sort of sounds Mediterranean places, that one, Las Palmas, which might give you a clue one way or another, by John McLaughlin from what might be Shakti's last elder album, the recording dedicated to the memory of you, Mandolin Srinivas. Srinivas, I can't even say it properly this evening. John McLaughlin, of course, on guitar and acoustic and uh, guitar synth. Zakia Hussein, long-time player on tabla and also the Chanda as well. Uh, Shankar Mandavan on the vocals, I think a new one, coming in onto the group there for the last uh, couple of tours, I think, and Ganesh Rajagopalan on the violin and uh, the uh, Kunakul as well, and also Selva Ganesh Vinayakram, uh, Viku Vinayakram's son, I believe, uh, playing the Merendam and Gatam and the other percussion instruments you hear so much on the Shakti albums over the years. Wonderful stuff. Like I said, I was delighted to be able to get down for a concert down in the Hammersmith uh, Palais, which was absolutely, or the Apollo, I should say, which was absolutely rammed, and they played a couple of nights there. People thinking, that might be their last chance, but you never know. They might come back again. They, they sort of said, this will be our last, probably, almost certainly, but you never know. So we'll wait and see. Of course, John's eighty-one now, he is in and his 80s, uh, isn't he? you say Mediterranean. He's lived. Uh, he's lived in Monaco for some years. Yeah, so he has. A he has one time. of the few jazzers to prove to confound the rule that you can't make money out of jazz. Isn't <laughs> <he>? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we a work which was inspired by the forced migration of Syrian civilians during the bloody conflict, which sadly is still continuing. Composer and conductor Anthony Branca and his group Imagine, with the title track of the ten-piece suite on the album, "What Place Can Be for Us."
One of my favourites, again. Albums of the year, without a doubt. Tyson Sori with his trio continuing a track called Reincarnation Blues, written by the great, sadly now late, Wayne Shorter. Tyson Sori, amazing musician, plays drums and lots of other things as well and has perfect pitch, I believe. Aaron Deal piano, Matt Brewer bass, and I can't remember what John Fordham said, but he summed it up beautifully in that. Just listening to this track here, it never really sort of goes faster than this. It goes at this loping pace and it's so sparse in many ways with the notes and the beats and yet the music's got such intensity and sort of drive. It's amazing. Love that album. I must admit, really, really good. And before that? Uh, before that, well, both that Tyson Sori and Off Off Broadway, his previous one, definitely worth digging into. Uh, before that, born to an immigrant family in the States arriving from Trinidad in the 50s, Anthony Branca, with his uh, Imagine, his own experience of displacement reinforced the passion that he brings to the work, which, as I say, is about the conflict. In uh, Imagine, he has a band made up of the best around, Walter Smith III and Remy Leboeuf on saxes, Philip Dizak on trumpet, Pete McCann on guitar, Fabian Almazan on piano, Linda Mayhan O on bass, and Donald Edwards on the drums, with Alison Crockett with some spoken word. What place can be for us is definitely a complex and rewarding experience. A quick last one I'll squeeze in for me for this first half. Another uh, drummer, actually. In fact, surprise, surprise, I hear some people say on Blue Nate is the great Jonathan Blake from his uh, most recent album, Passage, and this is West Berkeley Street.
something? She's dead. You call when you get a chance. Alright. Hey, John. I know you must be tired, but give me a call when you get a chance. I want to walk through this whole thing this weekend with you. Hey, John, Dad, catching up with you, just trying to catch up with you. Let me call me again. There they go, off in the distance with the voices from his family. And the album is all about moving forward, he says. Passage, the process or act of moving forward or moving from one state to another. And I think it was inspired by the death of his father, who was also a great musician as well. And he says, I hope that the music presented will provide the listener a sense of passage through whatever obstacles and hardships they might face in life. And, uh, yeah, wonderful stuff. Really thoroughly enjoyed that one and played it numerous times over the last uh, few months on the Blue Note Passage with Jonathan Blake. Yeah, we're getting a lot of uh, passages through COVID, aren't we, really, influencing a great many of these releases in the writing. And last uh, but not least for me in this week's show, a second appearance from the four times Grammy-nominated saxophonist Remy LeBeuf, who, along with his identical twin, pianist and fellow composer Pascal, recently were discussing what kind of music they enjoyed in the car. And perhaps as an escape from the fast pace of New York City life, they both wanted something relaxing, maybe in the vein of Bill Evans. So they dedicated this release, Hush, to him. And along with fellow saxman Dinah Stevens on tenor and Linda Mahan O again on bass, Kristen Newman on the drums, this track, Wedding Planning, was composed as Pascal prepared for his own wedding last year to fellow composer Molly Heron. We'll be back next year with some more of our picks for 23, but for now, here's Wedding Planning. Whatever you're doing, have a wonderful new year. Take care. Bye.